0: Welcome to d and d the dinner party role-playing podcast. I'm your host and dungeon master, James Grussell. With me today, other fun people say hi, fun people. Hello.
1: Hello. Hello. Oh, turn Beth down. <laughs>
0: Hello. Hello. Oh, I do have to turn Beth
2: down. It's Jesus
0: not. Fuck. It's not uh, often I have to turn Beth down. Yeah. Hello.
2: Stop.
3: God.
2: It was fine beforehand. When I was talking about the woodshed, but you
3: know that every things time... that
2: my husband could do to me in there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow.
2: If you ever wonder That's what That's a paddling. <laughs> Our sound checks are like. We saw fish last. <laughs> week. We did.
3: I was
0: at, yeah, no, we did and it was amazing and um I had a moment during the first set where I was thinking about this show and I was <laughs> like it took me back to college and everything and just like have the have the confidence to do like their lyrics are so bad and stupid. <laughs> I love fish. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. They have a very special place in my heart. Their lyrics are dumb and stupid. <laughs> and they have the confidence to be like, "We're going to sing about this dumb, stupid shit, and yeah. everybody's well, going it to like fucking laughing. Esther is yeah. 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 Um, I think I, uh, it's been a bit since I've actually listened to the words. It's very carnival-like. They, they have, they, there's just a joy in fish. That was really great to uh, be reacquainted with. I haven't seen him in a really long time, and I'm glad that's that... the
4: most, I think, attentive concert crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah. hardly
1: any phones out at no. all. That,
4: I, I leaned <laughs> over to James and I was like, What's one thing you don't see right now? Going to concerts, it's crazy. Like, everyone's like filming and so I mean, that's just like how it is, but it was very weird looking, and I saw, like, one phone. We were at the bowl. Like, yeah. there was a ton of people there. Sold-out
0: show. Oh, yeah. It, it
4: wow. really was that meme of where it's, like, no phones, just living in the moment, kind <laughs> of.
0: Yeah, it was uh, that y- they are an attentive crowd. You can, you can definitely say that for, for us fans. Uh, that's fans with a PH. Yeah. Um, oh, my
4: goodness. I'm, it's funny. Uh, the Venn diagram of uh, fish fans Fan of the Opera fans, fans with the ph <laughs> call themselves that.
0: I'm glad that uh, we went, and it was it was it was a it was a cool reminder to just be like just do what do what's fun, you know? Yeah. Make, make make the stuff that that brings you joy, and and if it brings other people joy, then it doesn't matter if it's elevated or Shakespeare or whatever. It's just fun stuff, and that's what the show was, and that's what we're gonna do for you. Here today, um, as we continue with the story in Didgerid, last we left you guys off, you were in a somewhat precarious position as uh, you, you know, rescued the Empress for all intents and purposes from the uh, chaos at the heavy metals exposition, but you were then beset upon by the prince, Prince Cedric, uh, and his coterie of guards. And they charged you with illegal use of magics and put you placed you under arrest. Margin was also revealed to be the halfling that she is and uh, in an effort to obscure her identity, claimed to be a new being uh, <laughs> that was brought forth from the the pants and the table. and the combination of science and magic perhaps led to something new.
4: We just made a person.
0: <laughs> the claim, anyway, was I'm new. Yeah, there was a big demon breakout, um, and you guys fought them off and defeated them. Uh, the the demon Garanthwa was challenged by Flack. Flack fought him off, although the demon claimed you cheated.
4: Oh, is it because I showed up and just blasted him? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a combination of uh a team effort that were that was required to take him down um zabas and fletch claimed to be the devil and the devil's assistant to um scare some of the cultists who were trying to kidnap the empress uh it was a very very good ruse until flack revealed to the empress he's not the devil um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the the uh the intense Amazing appearance that uh, was the result of a wild magic has worn off and Zabbos now looks mostly like Zabbos Although is still possessed by Marta um, due to a mishap in the cultist temple Uh, the Other status effects that are affecting the party right now uh, fruit hats are gone those have worn off Margarine is not in disguise anymore neither is flack Black is no longer a uh, bucket baby or a floating person uh, with the with the prince's mechanical um, utility belt. What happened to the mechanical utility belt? We will learn that in moments.
2: Russell oh. keeps teasing that we're all fucking naked. <laughs> that he's taken all of our things and put us in a room, and we're naked. Are you You're gonna be go, naked? Are you gonna I Guantanamo
1: feel naked, us, dude. <laughs> no. stacking a pyramid. And he was like, "Let's do us. what's fun Wasn't that
2: this Abu episode." Grabe?
1: Both probably. Oh, it was probably both. Were uh, yeah. they like stacked them. Oh
3: yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. I get mixed up. up with war crimes sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fletch, you were pretty much you this whole time.
3: I'm not am I floop or am I? We were floop floopin and flip. Yeah, that would you can right?
0: yes, the uh the, the ruse of you being um <laughs> journal uh, visiting journalists <laughs> writing about the expo has uh has also been exposed. Okay.
4: Are our lanyards gone? <laughs> <You're, Yeah.
0: laughs> asking the important questions. Yes, your I lanyards are gone. I collect
4: lanyards from all the conventions we go to, so lanyards are important to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yes. So we will, um, we will dive into it, and by means of doing that, I will explain the uh, the meal that we will be having when we uh, pause recording here in a, in a few hours, um, based on. Uh, in fact, speaking of, uh, Mike, will you go and turn off the stove? Why'd you ask Mike? You looked like you were doing something. <laughs> 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 Actually, we, I will mean, just get up. Well, no. No, what no, do you tell me? him. Mike, Mike knows how to use an order. Okay, fine. Yes, there's a satchel in the, uh, in the pot. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I took that out and I put it in the
0: yeah, and then, well, you don't have to put it you in the drink freezer. The broth. <laughs> no, but will you remove the satchel? Let it oh. d- let it drain a little bit. You can just put it on a plate or something.
2: Your instincts for salad. I
4: know. Mike well, comes back out. There's a pot on his head, and like <laughs> he's just holding a spoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's coming from battle. He's just got
0: the satchel.
4: It's
2: an actual fruit hat on Mike, the performer. Men doing chores.
4: <laughs> Good to see.
0: Before before we do get into today's adventure, I do want to say uh, this is not an ad. We were not paid for this. If the Dungeons and Dragons movie <laughs> is still in theaters, please go see this movie. Yeah, check it out. It's, it's fun. super cute. It's good, it, super it's fun from a
1: horrendous release date.
0: Horrible release date up against Mario. Mario Disgusting. just fucking
1: uppercutted that thing away. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: And bad marketing, I think. Yeah, Terrible marketing. I, the marketing horrible trailer. But it, it's
1: a good movie. It's fun.
0: It's a great movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, if it's We want more movies like that with amazing practical effects and good character-grounded humor. Solid tone. It wasn't making fun of itself. No. It, it was a a really, really fun time at the movies if you haven't seen it. Uh, and it is still in theaters by you. Uh, big, big recommend. If you have seen it, see it again. Help out, <laughs> help out the box office. Um, it's closing in on 200 million. I think it could, if it gets to 250, we might be okay. I
1: I think it's going to get a sequel regardless. I, I hope think, so. I think they know it's uh, who is it? Is it Paramount?
0: Paramount. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think Paramount is a studio that, that knows needs, they need hits. They yeah. know that it uh, suffered from a bad release date. It'll do well on VOD. Yeah, it had good enough reviews and word of mouth that it's actually has. Uh, it hasn't fallen that much week to week. No, it's, it's pretty consistent.
0: That. It's just not on screens Mario's because Mario's on all Mario, the screens. Mario and then Guardians
1: is about to come out and oh, also kill fuck. it. Yeah, sorry. God. Yeah. Right,
0: well, see it all while you can. Yeah. Great movie. See it while you can. Uh, we're gonna get into okay. today's adventure though, which is um. Which, which, like the D&D movie, <laughs> will also start in a prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so today's meal, uh, which Mike just helped um, take some of it off, is uh, bread and water.
4: No, it's not. Yep.
0: Bread and water inspired by... It's much fancier it's than what you're thinking. It's much fancier than what it's thinking of. Yes, so the water dish will be an uh, asparagus consomme uh and
1: explain what a consomme is for you know normal yes, people like a, cons- me.
0: a consomme is a uh clear concentrated broth um that uh is without any kind of other impurities in it so the idea is that it is the consummate broth of that flavor so it it, the, sure. I, it should be very very clear it will have a subtle green color but oh. it's not going to be like a vegetable stock that's like and cloudy. So so
1: for a broth that is going to be the complete distillation of a single flavor. You chose asparagus. It's spring. <laughs> I like asparagus. I love asparagus. But and I like, we're, like, we're, we're,
4: we're all going to have stinky peas. Yeah, stinky pee. Yeah, that's not Days. my problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is between <laughs> you guys in the bathroom. Um, but yes, it's, <laughs> so it's an asparagus consomme that will go over a uh, grilled shrimp and mushrooms and asparagus oh. uh, in a kind of soup dish uh that's the water component and then the bread will be a shrimp toast Ooh.
3: Hey, yeah. this prison's kind of nice and that's
2: what right? i said i'm not all gonna right. lie to you gressel all right yeah we went to starbucks before we came over here and mike and i were both like did we get food before the bread and water dish because we didn't know this we heard <laughs> bread and water get so we three did we got in a cup i got a chocolate croissant <laughs> just to just to protect myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm also
0: going to make uh, berries and cream for dessert because ah! they're fancy lads. Mm. Berries mm. and
2: cream. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I didn't know that consomme could be more than one flavor. I thought consomme was like, a, chicken. there's a French, exactly, uh, chicken water. onion, chicken, yeah. So you yeah. could literally make hot
4: ham water.
0: 100%. <laughs> It'd be a hot ham water is a ham or consomme. Hot dog water, <laughs> yeah. hot dog oh. water yep. <gasps>
2: That's hot a
0: hot dog, dog consomme. consomme? Yeah.
1: It would just be a spicy, yeah,
0: or not spicy, salty, yeah,
3: whatever.
2: Are yeah, you excited and the about the cacao
1: starfish? <laughs> cacao
2: oh starfish. my gosh! That one oh went over God. my head. That
3: would be, that's their favorite band. The Limb not our Biscuit. favorite band. Yeah, it's your favorite it's band. Top three concerts for I sure. I
0: see. I see.
3: You sang one of their songs at yeah. your wedding, yeah, and you didn't sing Gorillas, so I'm gonna say that we walked your down the aisle to Gorillas, but singing not at gorillas, our wedding.
0: <laughs> there was no limb biscuit at Beth and Mike's wedding. <laughs> the reason you are getting bread and water is because, yes, you were uh, placed under arrest at the conclusion of the last session. Uh, and that is where we are going to um, pick you guys back up. So, uh, after the prince showed up with a bunch of guards, the prince that you believed to be... Um, Either, at best, lost in a dark temple, and at worst, dead in that dark temple. I think you
1: got those mixed up.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, somehow, he made it out. Him and... Um, the doormat? Dormac. Not Dormat.
2: We all have ways to remember names.
0: So he and Dormac were... Uh, found their way out of the uh, the temple somehow, and they showed up with a bunch of guards. So many guards, and you guys had just fought this big battle that it was very clear immediately that your best course of action was to just kind of go with this. Uh, sounds like railroading to me. <laughs> Am I right? Choo-choo. Yep, because it's a story for consumption. So <laughs> if it were a home game, maybe we could play that out, but we're going to cut the Roll shoe letter. for leather.
2: initiative! <laughs> Marjorie gives up. No, yes. we're going to jail.
0: We're going to cut the fat and um, <laughs> get to jail. So, Just like
2: consumé. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Nice. <laughs> the uh, yes, you were placed under arrest. There were enough guards, and you guys were worn down that you um, surrendered. As you were turning yourselves over to the guards, they clasped some uh, cuffs on you. That those of you who have magical abilities felt, you know, neutralized, um, and then. Margarine, you still kind of feel like a faint tingle when these cups are put on you, but it's not the same kind of like draining feeling that especially Zabas feels.
2: Oh, my mage hand. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. And you were led away. As you were led away, you could see the prince and the empress arguing. Uh, Roll perception. All of us? Yes, because I imagine that you would all be interested in what they were saying. If you're not, you can choose not to listen, I suppose. Oh, I rolled
2: a ones. Yeah, and I'm feeling the tingles. I'm at a three.
3: I got 19.
0: So you rolled I'm... initiative.
3: Fletch oh. did. Yeah, 19.
2: <laughs> what did you say? Roll <laughs> <or your> perception. <laughs> I got
3: 21. What okay. do I perceive? Wait, 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 wait. I got 24. I'm better than you. Wow. I perceive harder.
0: Yes. So, oh. Fletch and Flack. I seven. Somehow, (laughs) as you guys are goofing around (laughs) while being arrested, you guys overhear (laughs) the empress and you overhear the prince say something to the empress where he is invoking the Sylvanas Coldust Accords of Discovery, is what he says.
3: Mm. Does he say discovery?
0: He says the, yeah, the Accords of Discovery.
3: Hmm. Can I say something out loud? Sure. As you're being led away. Yeah. Uh... Hey, is it a full moon out? <laughs> everybody
0: just kind of turns and everybody looks up and then looks at you and you're
3: inside. You should ask him about the werewolves.
2: Hey, Grasso, do you remember when we were in the when he was in the dark room and couldn't see anything? Oh, and right, we all right, pretended right. that there is a third cult. Right, and, and it, it was, was where it was. It was ooh, the werewolf. It was the werewolf oh, man. Oh. Nice. Right,
1: yeah, good job, Mike. Thanks, You're thanks. stumping the DM and shit. Dude. Yeah. I think you just opened up a path for us.
2: Yeah. Does he get inspiration yeah. for stumping the DM? Yeah.
0: Uh, let's find out. Roll deception. Damn it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Oh,
3: nat twenty. Oh, <laughs> <baby>! <laughs> <laughs> well, do you howl? <laughs>
0: no, 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 that no, no, was no, no. Okay. the
1: players celebrating. Yeah, okay. You just fuck awesome. off, DM. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it would matter. <laughs> this does affect the prince and Dormac, where they are like nervous and kind of look around. Yes. Cool. But then you also hear the prince say to uh, the empress, you see, sister, it does not matter if they have saved you or allegedly saved you. They have given away their affiliation with this other cult. This magical cult of shapeshifters, and this one claims to be a new being, and this one looks different. They are clearly shapeshifters of some kind here to cause mischief and mayhem. And I will have them taken to my laboratory for further
4: study. Whoa. Whoa. I thought we were going to jail. Yeah, what? Well...
1: That sounds like some evil shit. Yeah, that
2: sounds
4: very
1: evil.
2: <laughs> What's evil?
1: You, oh, that's, that's how fresh you're acting? Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: and then upon this, even though you overhear the Empress uh, protesting, it's too late, sister. The accords have been invoked. I have made this discovery of this new being, and I am therefore... Have the rights to to investigate as I see fit. Now, please, guards. And you are all shrouded. Oh.
2: Oh. Like with a blanket or darkness?
0: With with we uh, Well, see. both. With hoods. Yeah. Cannot see, perceive, smell, hear anything now.
1: Wow. Dang. Came and smell?
0: Yes, it's some sort magic of... Bags? Oh, so
4: we all go insane. Wait,
0: <laughs> yeah. wait are these magic bags? They can't the, be magic. Well, the so. prince would claim that they are science bags.
3: Science. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me the science bags. <laughs> Is that your version of the prince? Yes. <laughs> Quick, oh. bag their heads him. with
0: the science bags. <laughs> the science bags. <laughs> uh, and you are, yes, you are in, in sensory deprivation now for the next little bit. You are marched forward. You can feel, you know, like as like pole axes or spears or what have you, you know, poke you in the back and things to guide you in a certain direction. Um, You can feel that in other parts of your body. Um, You can perceive, you know, sensation, but all of your your head sensations, sight, smell, hearing. ASMR. Is that what is that what that is?
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be like head tingles.
0: Oh, yeah, that's uh, that is not possible right now. So do our secret rings work? No.
4: What, ha. What? They, I mean, they're Your magic. Your voice
0: cannot escape the shroud to the ring. Okay. Does, oh,
4: yeah. Good point. Does
3: Marjorie see the weakness in the bags? Like being in has space. of
0: <laughs> You probably see some wild shit with the Helm of Ferdy <laughs> and nothing else in there. Uh, Zabbos, <laughs> you're probably, you can see like Marta. Oh, you have a weird interior in this sensory deprivation space because you have the sensation of basically like hanging out in a void with Marta. It's like more what Marta experiences when she's in the bone staff.
4: Oh, I don't want to know that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like how how I don't want to think about what the dog is thinking or feeling when we leave her here for a little bit. I don't want to know what Marta feels like in the staff. (laughs) Yeah, it's, is it bad?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's up to how you would interpret it. It is a void outside time and space of a kind of suspended existence, almost. So time, you feel the sensation of time passing, but not in the same way. And you also kind of feel an otherworldly like separation from your body because of this, where like you can feel that you're being led somewhere and you're like being loaded into a cart. Yeah. Um. And there's, you know, like you're being pushed down into a seat. You're being chained to your companions, all of this. But you're also outside of your body in this kind of black, oily space of, uh, yeah, of Marta's kind of yeah, interior consciousness. You get images of like, and, and not necessarily visual images, but like sensory memories of like wet grass and mud blood and like this uh, a very like battlefield oh, okay you know kind of experience you don't have any there there aren't necessarily sounds of it um but you can see you can see that marta the the ghostly being of marta is doing like uh like military drills to kind of like keep herself busy
4: oh wow okay
0: yeah so she's like swinging her big sword around in like a very you know like training montage way okay Just does that
1: for eternity?
4: I can't tell if this would be cool or awful.
0: Yeah. It's I guess it's all about how long how how much time. How do you perceive time passing? I think would be the the key to that. If is it is it one-to-one to to real time where eternity would be an eternity, or is there a jump in time?
4: James, this reminds me of the jaunt. Oh yeah. And that's not good. (laughs) Um so
0: the rest of you are loaded into this uh into this cart. You can feel yourselves, you know, you're you're there's stairs you can you can feel that you're you're pushed onto a seat you can kind of deduce that you are put into some sort of transportation and then time passes how much time you're not entirely sure because of the shrouds um but your body starts to feel colder it was very warm where you were next to the forge but the temperature just continues to drop slowly at first or it's like oh, okay we're not like hot anymore you stop sweating then, after some more indeterminate amount of time, you uh start to feel more cold. You can feel wind on your your skin uh you are then brought out of this cart uh forcibly once again, but you don't hear you know you can't hear jangling or chains or anything, but you feel them on your wrists Margarine, you're kind of pulled along, flack a little bit too. they don't really have as much. Uh, respect for the size difference between you guys and Fletch and Zabbos, even though you would think that they would, but there isn't, like, custom chain lengths, so this the height of Zabbos and Fletch kind of takes up a lot of the slack. So, Marjan, you're kind of almost pulled along. Oh, no. Yeah.
2: And they can't hear me if I talk.
0: Nope. All right. Nobody can hear anything. Uh, But it is very cold. You feel wind blowing against your bodies now. And you are marched somewhere, or dragged almost, in the case of margarine. Uh, and then the wind stops. Margarine, you are pulled, like pulled in a direction, and you feel some of the slack, you know, loosen. you have now, you can now walk on your feet. The rest of you, you know, f- still feel this. you're being pushed somewhere. Some more time passes, and you are unshrouded. <sighs> you find yourselves in a a uh, white room with a steel door. The door right now is open and surrounded with uh dwarven guards. They are all heavily heavily armored, big plate armor, poleaxes. The the ceiling and floor and walls of this room are stark white. Um it appears as if it's solid marble. Uh it is stone. It's not a plaster or anything. The door is a Cold grey stainless steel. You have all of your belongings stripped from you at spear point. Including our clothes. Including your clothes. I no! knew it! You made us naked? Well, you're temporarily naked, and then you are given like, you know, jail clothes, like robes, very basic robes. You look around Fletch Flack and zabbis Margarine is somewhere else.
4: Oh shit. I knew it. Oh no.
0: Where's where's margarine? The guards do not speak to you, and he said, "Fucking
3: Margarine. <laughs> Where am I? Who am I?
4: <laughs>
3: Wait, who am I here? Wait. <laughs> that is a
1: very Fletch question.
4: <laughs> I forget if Marta is like in my body. Can she like leave and go do stuff? Uh,
0: she can kind of project from you a little bit you haven't you haven't really done a situation where she like leaves and comes back okay so
4: how do I experiment with that <laughs> <laughs> we
0: will see okay are we still cuffed you are still cuffed so we can't use magic you cannot use magic and right we don't now. have anything on us and you have nothing on you
4: wow I'm useless I'm useless
1: you have Marta at least
4: yeah I'm gonna work on that but like yeah, oh, the rest of us are also useless but I feel like you guys have like some physical strength. I rely a hundred percent on magic. I'm a
1: little gnome. I'm a little gnome musician. I can flip around. I'm like fucking a shorter Iggy pop.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah. The guards leave. Let's say you guys are now alone. The three of you in this room, there is a big, huge latching sound, a, a, a loud clunk as some sort of barricade blocks the outside of this steel door there the room is incredibly bright you don't see a light source however it is uh, a very very bright room uh light reflecting off of all of these sheer marble walls uh it's cold uh not frigidly cold but but cold noticeably cold uh and, and all of the stone is cold to the touch uh, what do you do? Well, before we join Marjorie and see what's up with her, maybe they left the door unlocked. I try it.
1: It is locked. I'm out of ideas. Uh,
4: Marjorie, <laughs> or not Marjorie, Marta. I'm. Can I? I want to try and like see what I can do with Marta.
0: Hi.
4: Oh, where are we now? <laughs> well, this is. This is so bright. And Yay. Shiny. we're in jail. Oh. Yeah, your choices now are complete darkness or very bright, bright jail. Too bright. Okay, I need to see if I can like project Marta out of my body and maybe use her as a little spy cam. Okay, <laughs> how do I do that?
0: Uh, let's see. Let's see if you can. Let's roll Arcana and see if you can kind of like think about like what you know about that 20. like. Yep. Oh, well. Okay. Nice. Nice. Uh that okay. You you reach into your your you kind of sit for a second and think, okay, ghosts, ghosts, ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um and when you're thinking about ghosts and you know, undead and the afterlife and all of this, um, there's like a flash of an image and it's you think at first like, oh, is this the is this a goat? Am I am I connecting with uh you know, the goat powers to to see Marta. But no, it's something else. It's a purple mask, like a clown's mask. What? And you open your eyes and you see that you're looking at Flack. You just happen to be Flack just happens to be there right where these eyes were. Uh, Like uh what? Oh. But then you hear you you hear kind of a like gruff kind of chuckle. And then you, <laughs> and then you Uh-oh. know, okay, Marta, I, I can, I can kind of reach with Marta. You feel that you can, okay. You can, there's a, there's at least some projection you can do with Marta.
4: Okay, what exactly happens
0: there? Yeah, you had this like flash of image of a clown's mask, and you, when you reached out to this idea of of death in the afterlife.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So I take it I can't literally use Marta as like a spike. You
0: can reach out with her at, at least a little bit. You don't know the full extent of how far, but you can okay. project her. You, you feel like you can like, you now understand that there's like more here that Marta can kind of connect to.
4: Um, Is there anything else that I can like sense with her in the cell besides possible?
0: through marta you, you do feel you feel some presences you feel life energy mm-hmm. so you you can sense flack and fletch here in this room with you and you can sense two living guards right on the other side of the door okay without even like you know reaching out too far and like moving marta you also feel another presence wait can you relay all this to us Abbas? what can you relay all this to
1: us
4: yeah, oh, I do that.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, what's the? Uh, how long does Flack have to go to sleep for for a chance of spaghetti? A long rest,
0: I think we said. Yeah, so like you know, eight hours technically, but you know,
4: I mean, we're we in jail. Time for that? We're in jail. We can probably. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll just spend the next eight <laughs> hours fighting for my goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're making ourselves strong i <laughs> so can come get you. Guys,
1: I have an idea. Uh,
4: now time.
1: Yeah, I think what if I go to sleep and wake up as flagetti?
3: Oh I feel like that'll give that? us something to work with. Wait, what happens you absorbed all of the stuff that was on your body when you turned into flagetti, right? Yeah. So would you absorb the the,
1: oh, the yeah. cuffs? Maybe. And even if not, though, here's my plan. Assuming I wake up as Flaghetti, I'll just bang on the door and be like, "Oh, hey! I'm I was testing out my new science uh, d- uh, teleporter, and uh, I smushed the switch. Spot, you got the wrong guy in here. That's what he sounds oh, like." Oh, that right? would be good. Yeah, if they that...
4: can't just wrongfully imprison someone. Yeah, not even yeah. Uh,
3: even if they're a clown. So, you know. in- invoke the accords, and then you'll be then you'll be taken to probably where. Well, that marvelous. sounded like
1: it required a discovery, and I think. When Marjorie said she was new, they counted that as a discovery. Mm. That's probably why she's not here with us.
4: Mm, probably the
1: Prince is uh, poking and prodding her.
4: Wait, and I'm sorry, I felt we're we're just glossing over. I we felt or I felt like a third presence. No, I
0: think it was Flaghetti. Uh, how, can I investigate this further? It. <laughs>
4: uh,
0: sure, you can investigate it further. Um, I guess roll investigation you'll go back into like that marta state and like you'll be reaching out 15 you look back and you're trying to find this presence you're like okay there's the guards you're like reaching out through marta you're like looking through almost looking through marta's eyes yeah like okay there's the guards out there it the vision is weird it's like hazy it's not quite dark vision yeah it's somewhere in between where like you see these like hazy outlines of the two guards outside you see the hazy outlines of flack and and fletch and then you see another bigger one kind of over Fletch. And then you see over that. Fletch? Or over Flack. Okay. God damn it. You see clear. like a, a, a hazy bigger one over Flack. And then you see that mask kind of appear. Okay. And it starts to take more shape. And then you see the face of Spaghetti Clown.
4: <gasps> okay. Of
0: Flaghetti. And it starts to talk to you. Whoa. And it Uh-oh. says, Hey, Zabbis. No. <laughs> It's me, the entity that lives inside of your friend that you conjured forth. That's a
1: decent that's a decent spaghetti. It's an
0: it's an approximation.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's the true sound. That's his true voice. Not filtered through flack. Yeah. You're getting real close, Zavis, to to his lair.
0: And you've crossed him a few times. You gotta be careful. Wait,
4: what? Yeah. Wait, wait, Lair? Yeah. Who's Lair?
0: You know, the big D. What? (laughs) Yeah, death. Oh.
4: Or Uh, at least his
0: embodiment here in this
3: world.
4: Uh, okay. Um
3: who are you, what are you talking, who are you talking
4: to? Okay, <laughs> can they hear me yeah, talking? Yeah, he's
0: just, or he's just talking, yeah. Yeah, I, um. That you hear kind of doubled with Marta's voice? Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
4: uh, Spaghetti Clown's talking to me. Not spaghetti, just straight Fl- up Spaghetti Clown. Ugh. What? Yeah, it's real scary, honestly, I don't like it. Oh, okay. shit. <laughs> oh, man. He keeps telling me we're getting close to Death's Lair. It's
0: pretty, yeah, you, I can feel him here. That's why I'm able to kind of be both the presence of the entity. I guess that's technically what I am. And also Flaghetti, the embodiment of the physical thing within your friends. Zabbos, ask
1: if uh, he could just take over my body without having to sleep for eight hours.
4: Oh, yeah. Can, yeah. Are you like more powerful? Can you just take over If Black's I like open body? myself
0: to him. Your 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 friend is willing to let me inhabit him a little bit for a little bit. For yeah,
4: for like a little bit
1: temporarily.
0: Okay, warn him that this may hurt. (laughs)
4: Uh huh. Yeah. I don't. I don't. (laughs) So it's all good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. How long
3: is it gonna take hold?
4: A little bit.
3: A little bit. Okay. A little bit? Easy peasy? You're so trusting.
4: Of- I'm, I feel like as it's happening, I'm just thinking like, hmm, a little bit to a, an immortal like deity could mean something very different than it <laughs> means to me. Or Flack, but I also don't say that out loud.
0: <laughs> Alright, uh, here we go then! And then...
1: Um, Z- Z- uh, Zach has been... Er, <laughs> Zach! Flack has been just like you know, hearing Zavis slash Marta's side of the conversation. And when he says that they're ready, uh, Flack, like just kind of looks up towards the ceiling
0: and spreads his his arms out. (laughs) Okay. You start to shake. um, and you start to feel, I guess the best way to describe it is wiggly. You start to feel wiggly. You start to raise up a little bit off the ground and start to float. Ooh. Um, and you start to feel yourself kind of almost inflate and it is incredibly uh, painful. Ah! Ooh, I'm not gonna look at this. Ah! Uh, you're gonna take twelve Ooh. damage. Ah! Shit! Uh, and then <laughs> you start to you 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 fletch, you zabus, you you see Flack start to like inflate like uh like in in live and let die, <laughs> the, <laughs> Mr. Big. Yeah. Oh, uh huh. And um, I forgot. He that keeps happens. getting bigger and bigger bigger and bi- so big in fact that he's starting to fill the room he's he's surpassed the size Uh-oh. of spaghetti clown and is now just this big inflated thing he's pushing you against what? the walls that, yeah that wasn't
1: part of the deal this is
0: yeah and then there's a pop oh god and the walls zabbis fletch covered in sauce oh, Bro. The oh, white, is... white wall streaked with red
4: sauce.
0: Oh, gross. You guys covered in it as if it's blood.
3: Is this tomato <laughs> sauce?
0: Yeah, does it
4: taste
3: good? It do- it tastes great. I'm okay. not going to taste
0: it. I taste it. Okay. <laughs> uh, and standing there in the room is Fligetti. Clean. Yeah. Clean. Costume clean. cleans.
1: Hey, Everything else miss...
0: covered in sauce. Hey, flagetti. you miss me? Where's the little one? <laughs> Oh no! And we'll cut now. (laughs) Jesus, to margarine.
4: I just wanted before you start this segment, the idea of becoming Zach (laughs) is (laughs) horrifying. Oh,
0: I filed that away. Yeah, (laughs) just
4: like Zach. Like what kind of (laughs) fucked up little guy is Zach?
0: Hey everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements and then we can get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 166 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at d d d Pod on Twitter and d d d Pod on Instagram. Or email us at Pod at gmail.com. Check our Patreon, patreon.com slash Pod. We'll be revamping the Patreon this summer in celebration of our 5th anniversary. We will also be doing a few other things in celebration of our 5th anniversary this summer, uh, but we will not announce those just yet. Stay tuned for more news on 5th anniversary celebrations, which will be coming this June. It's so exciting that we've been releasing episodes for five whole years. We've been recording for six. Absolutely crazy. Thank you so much for sticking with us for all this time and so many episodes and bonus episodes and crazy release schedules and everything that we've had to endure over time., uh, big changes over the last few years for all of us. Uh, and, um, you know, and the show and the world and everything. And thank you so much for listening through all of it. There will be more on the fifth anniversary as we get closer to it. In the meantime, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And good news, you won't have to wait two weeks for the next one. That's right, next Wednesday, that's May 3rd, we will have a new episode uh, coming out to your feeds without a week in between. So thanks to everybody again for listening. Um, Beth shop, bethberad.shop. Beth will be at various cons throughout uh, the summer, so check out her website for more information there. If you want to check out Beth and Mike in person at one of their convention appearances, uh, Dead Meat also will have convention appearances. Their info is on their socials, uh, and you can check that out for James and Chelsea's stuff. Uh, in the meantime, we as the D&D&D crew will be back next week, May 3rd. Uh, Thank you again for listening. Uh, Really excited for this summer. We've been having so much fun playing the last few sessions. We've we've really enjoyed, and I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to them as well. And we will get back to it now without any further delay. So thanks, everybody, and uh, do what's fun. We're going to cut to Marjorie now. Zach is your
1: friend's older brother.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marjorie, you are deshrouded uh, in a room that is not the sheer white prison cell that uh, the rest of your companions found themselves in. You see, quickly look around. I imagine that Marjorie's first choice uh, of check would be, is everyone else here? The answer to that question is no. You are uh, by yourself except for the Dwarven Guards. uh, And Dormak is alone with you. The prince is not in this room right now. Uh, However, you see that the room that you are in is finally appointed. It looks to be a a kind of uh, office slash laboratory. There is a large window that is open to the sky. There is a breeze coming in with some snow. You are very high up in the mountains. You can see outside of this window, not far away, is a huge sheer wall of mountain that has a a snow cover, looks like snow covered road or path leading up to it. Um, That is some distance away. However, you can see it clearly from this window. Uh, the the sheer side of this mountain that this road leads to is just rock. It doesn't uh, have anything on it. Um, It just looks like a dead end. The laboratory uh, has... uh, doesn't doesn't seem to be chemically focused, but more mechanically focused. There are a lot of different gears and tools and all kinds of strange uh, contraptions uh, in various states of completion. Uh, there is a large stone desk that Dormak does not sit behind. He sits in front of. You are sitting; uh, you are pushed into a chair sitting uh, opposite him. The guards then uh, leave. You have been stripped of all of your belongings. Ah. Uh, the helm is removed from your head once the shroud is. Um, and you find that you are uh, berobed, but nothing else. All of your weapons... Materials, your cargo pants have been uh, taken from you and taken somewhere else. What do you do?
2: I, I'm gonna try to appeal to this man's sympathies. Okay, and tell him my bones, my bones are so sore, and my muscles are so tired. They dragged me. I didn't know where I was. I don't know where I am now. I don't know anything. Help me.
0: Dormak takes out a notebook and starts to scribble down the things that you were saying. And he says, Okay, so skeletal and muscular growth doesn't seem to be at the same rate as skin and hair, which appears very old. Uh, Perhaps... Bones are also old, but they could be very young. It's inconclusive at this time, and he's like speaking as he's writing.
2: Uh I'm a failure, and you should throw me out right now.
4: <laughs> all, I, all I can think of is that jury duty lady.
3: <laughs> you are so nice. You are so
4: nice. <laughs> uh, don't worry. Don't
2: worry.
3: <laughs>
0: uh,
2: that is her, man. Like it, re- like it's
3: incredible.
2: <laughs> like a Bertrand, a gremlin-ass yeah, ginger.
0: Uh, subject appears to lack self-confidence. Unclear if that is due to its newness. And he's just saying these things, and he's right, just so kind so of like waiting for he's not, waiting for you to do things to observe. Gonna
2: talk to me, uh perception of the room okay so i know a big window yes intriguing thing outside the window that dm has pointed out uh my perception check was 12 that's not great am i i'm sitting in a chair across you're sitting in a chair across from Dormac, who's also
0: sitting in a chair in front of this large stone desk uh with a 12 you can see you, you can't see from where you are but you suspect that uh, the desk is designed as such that there could potentially be drawers on the other side of it or something, some other kind of containers. Where's the desk? Behind Dormac. So Dormac is between you and the desk. Then there is the window behind the desk. Uh, To your left is the uh, mechanical laboratory. To your right are some shelves uh, and a wall that uh, on the shelves are some artifacts or knickknacks of some kind and... A couple of paintings they all seem to depict dwarven things in various states of victory or success they seem to be marking achievements in dwarven history um it is um all focused on dwarf- dwarves um no other no other art or depictions of any other peoples in here that's a, uh it's it feels very cold you smell um, oils and things, um, almost like a
2: garage. All right. Yeah. I'm going to shut my mouth. Okay. And shamble over to the other side of the desk. Okay. Between the window and the desk. Purposefully so- making it look like I, my body is failing me.
0: mm Subjects' motor abilities seem to have deteriorated since the fracas at the heavy metals exhibit. Interesting. It's unclear if this is due to injury or age.
2: I'm going to open up the drawers and just kind of do a rummage. They are locked. I'm going to unlock... What? I don't have my thing. Can my fingers fit into a lock to lock pick it? No,
0: but there might be other... Th- you Yes, you <laughs> you don't have anything on you. There are... There is a whole laboratory of tools nearby. Okay. Should you want them.
2: All right, the doors don't open. Uh, I've clocked from the art that's on the walls and the books and things. This is like a Cedric space. Um, so, yeah, I suppose I'll, I'll totter over to the garage part of the room okay. and start poking through the, the, the Tinker toys.
0: Okay. Are you looking for anything specific here? Just
2: trying to kind of... I'm trying to uh, gauge if this is a dissection space. Is this a working-on-machinery space? Is this something I should be worried about? Are there weapons or wrenches? Uh, I'm just kind of getting a, a, a casing the space.
0: There aren't clear weapons. There are sharp implements, chisels... Scalpels, knives, you know, cutting tools. Um, but this does not appear to be a dissection space. This appears to be a tinkering space. Uh, and the, yes. So Dormac is just kind of observing you. He has stood up now and he is kind of walking around with you.
2: All right. So I've gleaned from the space that I haven't been taken to some special lab to be dissected. I think this is just like Cedric's office where he builds things and reads about his own history and no one else's. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to climb out the window. <laughs> no, no, first first, I will steal a scalpel. Do you want
1: to wait for Jonathan?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only she knew.
0: Uh, roll sleight of hand if yes, you were Yes, sir. A two plus
2: eleven. I'm sorry, two plus nine is eleven.
0: Uh, you are stopped by Dormac. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why? He says no no. Why? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see a look on his face that he he like catches himself. He wants to respond to you, and then he stops himself. And you, uh, you there's a look on his face that suggests like he isn't hundred percent on board with this.
2: Okay.
0: Roll insight.
2: Another—it's another two plus one,
0: three. Okay, you get no other information from that look.
2: I pick up a different sharp object.
0: all <laughs> sleight of Man. <laughs> Disadvantage, since he's right there. God
2: damn. Well, that's a net one. <gasps> yes. Oh no!
0: Oh, you, you poke yourself on a sharp object. Oh.
2: Uh-huh. I look at him with like puppy dog eyes.
0: You take three damage. Oh. And you look, and uh, his demeanor kind of changes, and he does kind of feel bad for you. He goes back to the desk, and he opens a drawer. He like unlocks and opens a drawer.
2: I totter after him.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> as he he's like holding up my hand. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, he opens a drawer. He takes out a small box. You see within this drawer um, is a large ring of keys, another box, metal box with a lock on it, um, some papers uh and a black stone it looks like a, a jewelry box or something carved out of a black stone
2: no oh, i want that
0: uh he closes the door <laughs> very quickly very... <laughs> 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 he closes the drawer very quickly as you get this glimpse of this um and he opens up the case that he removed from it uh which is like a first aid kit and he starts to bandage your uh your poke
2: what are your dreams <laughs> oh my god that should throw him.
0: Yeah, it does. It it, it does throw him. He, he's like, well, that's a complicated question for a, a new a new being. Uh, I guess <laughs> I guess I want to serve my prince, but I also want to serve the empire in the way that is best for for our people and pants or halfling or whatever you are. I, I and he like leans in. Cl- he like leans in close, and he kind of like looks around, and he lowers his voice, and he says, "I'm not really sure if those two are the same thing anymore." And pants then,
2: Panzer halfling.
0: No, serving the prince and <laughs> <laughs> serving the empire.
2: I just wanted to clarify.
0: <laughs> he was calling you. There, there was a comma in that. Yes, and then as he says that, the door swings open, and the prince saunters in. And he says, Dormack, what have we found so far about our new friend here? It looks very old from the outside, and I'm not sure if it's old on the inside or if it's new on the inside. Both things could be true, because neither are working at their peak physical possibility, I suppose.
2: Marjorie doesn't like
0: this. <laughs> it seems that our friend here doesn't quite like that assessment. <laughs>
2: She schools her features. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, making the initial observations. You can leave your notes, and uh, that'll be all for now, Dormac. Check on the others and see, uh, see what, what uh, our guards have done from there.
2: Wow. This conversation is happening. Uh, can I sleight of hand and try to steal those keys off of Dormac?
0: As he's leaving?
2: At, well, they were they were having a conversation. They were having a conversation. I was yes, next yes, yes. to Dormac because he was ban- he had been bandaging bandaging my hand. Yes.
0: Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Sleight of hand.
2: As he's distracted. Come on, that's gonna be a ten plus nine, nineteen.
0: Yes. Dormac is nervous around the prince and he is not necessarily paying attention uh to What's going on around his belt? You are able to remove the keys. Uh, you're only wearing, I guess. Where do you stash them so that you're not just holding them? You have no pockets.
2: He's got folds. I got armpit.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
2: injured hand, armpit.
0: Okay. You you stow the keys as uh, just as Dormac moves out of the way and uh, the prince is able to see you. Clearly, Dormac leaves. He kind of bows to the prince. Uh, and he leaves the room. You are now alone in this room. With Cedric. Uh, and the prince says to you. Well, well, well. Miss. Potentially new halfling. Miss pants. Miss not part of bucket baby. Whatever you may be. I have my theories. Of what you may be. Please share. We need to run some tests to confirm, of course. And I see you've already made the first step in our little experiment by exposing some of your blood. And he tears the bandage from you.
2: Uh, ow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I'm just... All right, I'm weak, I'm weak new baby. Oh! Ow! Ow! <laughs> ow why? why?
0: Would would you rather me take more from you? I this might be enough, but it might not. I could always take all of your blood if oh, you
2: why did you pull the band-aid that hurt? Everything hurts. Look at me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I imagine it does, being the age that you are looking looking at, uh, at 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 your appearance, I would peg your your halfling age at several hundred years old, perhaps?
2: Oh, So long. How old are you?
0: That's a very personal
2: question. You got Mm -hmm. mine.
0: Yes, but I am your
2: better. By how many years?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he drops the bandage into a uh, beaker on uh, on the workbench. He doesn't add any liquids to it. He starts to run some sort of mechanical process.
2: Okay. I can't let him test my blood. Hmm. So I need to do everything in my power to prevent that band-aid from getting touched by anything that'll give him information. Uh, so what? what is he doing right now? He's doing a mechanical thing?
0: Yeah, he's like grinding. He like put the beaker with the bandage into something that's like grinding it all up. It's like gears and cru- it's, there's a crushing element of like mixing the glass and the bandage and the blood and everything together. That's so weird. It's yeah, he, he his science is weird.
2: Uh can I blow it away? <laughs> <laughs>
0: And like, he produces a fine powder that he starts to like.
4: Like he's measuring it yeah, out, like... and that's so funny.
0: <laughs> like the like the cocaine in Annie Hall. <laughs> yeah, is he really? Yeah, and then you're just gonna blow it away. I,
2: yeah, I want to trip. I want to like grab something like a fucking pan or something, and and like f- grab a book or something flat and fall in a way that's gonna make wind wind winded away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh you do that. You grab a painting or something from the wall and you No,
2: not that. No, that's
0: too intentional. Okay, you just want something.
2: I'm baby. Remember? Yeah, right. I'm fuck I'm new. Okay. Uh, so I'm just kind of toddling after him and I accidentally slip and pull a tray that had like the sharp utensils or oh. whatever on it and I fall. It happened to use it. Ah, uh, I see. I see. To, I see. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh you do that and it, it it blows off of his like slide or whatever he was pouring it on and he says "damn it" now no, I'm I w- sorry
2: I was just I'm new <laughs>
0: <laughs> well now I will just require more blood won't I and he turns back to you holding a scalpel
2: I- uh you know, um-
0: D&D&D is a Moorpark Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janisse, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, and Mike Seigen.